So I'm Jason Creed, and I'm the youth minister, and uh, this is Brian, our, um, one of our former summer interns, and Hannah actually, uh, Hannah Slate drove down from Kansas to be here this morning, but she was feeling sick this morning, so she's unable to be here. So please keep her in your prayers. Um, so the last time I got to speak, uh, I just want to clear something up. Um, one of the uh, guests apparently thought that I had a pierced ear and a ponytail, and it's just my microphone. I don't have either of those things. If you're sitting in the back and you're new, I uh, just wanted to make that known. But uh, today is Summer Rewind, and we're going to be taking a look back at um, our youth group's events that we uh, took this summer, our trips and events. And we're not going to be able to touch on all of them. We, um, we also got to go on uh, some relationship building trips, like a middle school trip and a high school trip, and we had uh, some fun, crazy things like uh, a color clash war and a lock-in. Uh, but you'll get to hear some of our stories um, today, and you'll get to hear some of our students' testimonies. I think one of the most valuable things for the Christian experience, being part of a Christian community, is hearing testimonies from each other. And for the last several weeks, we've been talking about the now generation, uh, which is our, our students and our kids, and we thought this would be a great place to fit uh, this in to share some of those testimonies with you. So our summer trips and events are um, a, a big part of the youth ministry program. It's an opportunity to uh, help us get outside of our walls, outside of these church walls and outside of our comfort zones to go uh, and serve and learn and grow. And I'm really excited to share with you some of our experiences. Uh, we've got some video testimonies that uh, Greg helped shoot for us and our students got the opportunity to share. And Brian and I are just gonna take turns uh, introducing those stories. So Brian's going to introduce the first one. I just want to say uh, good morning to everybody. Um, our first event was VBS. Um, each year about 30 of our JSY students volunteer as crew leaders and um, just helpers for VBS. Um, it's a five-day event where JSK, JSK kids can uh, come and learn about God in a variety of um, activities and um, plays and just little moments. Um, our students co-led their crews and helped guide them around to different stations during the day. Um, so let's take a look at what our kids had to say about that. I am Caitlin Kirkendall. I am going into ninth grade and I am talking about VBS. What was fun about VBS was um, getting out to bond with the kids and building that relationship with them and having them trust me. That was so like cool and I loved it. My name is Christian Oviedo. I'm going into eighth grade. I'm going to be talking about VBS. It was fun to see the kids just learn about God and what they thought and what they believed about Him. I'm Isabella Armour. I'm going into eighth grade and my subject I talked about today was VBS. What was fun about VBS was getting to know all the little kids and bonding with them. Hi, I'm Allison Garnett. I'm going into ninth grade and I will be talking about VBS. For me, um, VBS was really fun when we got to do the music with the kids because it was really apparent how much they loved to praise God through singing and dancing. I learned that I often don't ask for help whenever I need to, but like getting with those kids and like seeing them ask for help like so willingly and all the time, um, it really showed me that I need to do that more. And kids are such a great example. So. What I learned about God is how patient He is with us no matter how many times we go away from Him or don't 
go to him if we need help. I learned that he's always with you and that he will like, never leave your side and you're never alone because he'll always be there with you. Something I learned about God is that he is really present within us even at really early stages in our lives. And I learned this through some of the kids and things they had to share that were really wise and insightful. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, VBS was a ton of fun, and I can tell you as a dad, uh, getting to witness our kids uh, jump around and sing and dance and learn and grow and the love that is exchanged between our JSY students and our JSK students is fantastic. Uh, our next trip that we got to take was actually, um, we left on the last day of VBS, is Camp Barnabas. So Camp Barnabas is a unique ministry providing Christian camping experiences uh, to individuals with special needs and chronic illnesses, along with their families. Uh, it's based in Purdy, Missouri, so uh, we got to take a nice long trip up there in a charter bus uh, with one of our uh, sister churches, a golf course road, Church of Christ from Midland. So each week, teens and young adults come from all across the country to serve as one-on-one -on -one, uh, counselors with each camper. Our session served campers ages 7 to 18 with intellectual and developmental um, disabilities and or autism. So each day we help uh, the campers with their activities of daily living, um, assist them at mealtimes, help them participate in the activities, and attend the nightly dance parties uh, together. So let's hear from some of our students about their week at camp. Hi, I'm Amy Jordan, and I will be talking about Camp Barnabas. Something about Camp Barnabas that was fun was that I got to have two campers this year, and they're best friends, so they love to do everything together. Hello, my name is Ezekiel Oviedo, and I am going into sophomore year, and I will be talking about my experience in Camp Barnabas. Well, the funnest part about Barnabas was definitely during lunch when I had my camper, Robbie. They would sing the national anthem and he'd go crazy laughing and giggling because he just loved when people sang. Something that was challenging about Camp Barnabas was also having two campers because you had to multitask a lot, especially at meal times. You gotta get them fed and you also have to get yourself fed. And so it can be a lot, but. The most challenging part was definitely the nights. Some nights he'd get little as two to four hours of sleep and the first night I remember pulling that all-nighter with him because he didn't want to sleep. Something that I learned about myself at Camp Barnabas was that I can work with different age groups of special needs um, because last year I worked with a nine-year-old and this year I got to work with a 15 and 16-year-old. I learned that God is a provider and that He gives you what you need. All you have to do is ask and believe in Him. Um, something that I learned about God at Camp Barnabas was that I have a special place in my heart for people with special needs and it's a calling to me. Barnabas was a ton of fun. Hardest thing ever, but a ton of fun. Um, our next uh, event that we did was we volunteered at Rush Street one night. Um, and Rush Street Ministries is a charity nonprofit that seeks to help those in need with food, clothing, home essentials, furnishings, um, just about anything you can think of. Uh, they connect people with support services that offer counseling and life skills to those seeking to make improvements in their lives. Uh, Rush Street has lots of volunteers opportunities for those who um, just are looking to serve. Uh, 
our students were able to go and help sort donations from San Angelo's JBF sale event. Um, so let's hear from our students on that night. Uh, my name is Hayden Laster. I'll be going to 10th grade at uh, Central High School. I'm going to be talking about the when we went to Rush Street Ministries for a night. It was really fun just kind of hanging out. We had a lot of good times. We made a lot of, a lot of jokes. Hi, my name is Liam Allen. Um, I'm going to be a freshman next year, and I'm going to be talking about my night working at Rush Street. Um, what was challenging at Rush Street was, I would say, like, the big picture, like, how your actions kind of determine like other people and how they're going to, um, how their lives are going to be affected by what you're doing. And so it's kind of a lot to take in. It's very intimidating. I learned that I have no idea whether a piece of clothing is for a baby or a toddler. There were very large boxes, like taller than I was, or around the same height. And you couldn't really reach towards the bottom, so we had to get people inside the boxes to get the stuff out of them. And the clothes were, the clothes came up pretty high on us, so, and sometimes they were all like tangled together, so you had to sort through them, it got pretty frustrating. I learned that um, doing activities like this definitely um, helps strengthen my relationship with God and being able to uh, sort of have more, have a better relationship with Him. I learned that He's, he's kind of just everywhere. It's not like, you don't have to like go donate half of everything going to the poor to help out God. Sometimes you have to volunteer where it's needed. I learned that God really loves to make um, activities like this, something that I'll never forget, and an experience that is very um, um, helpful. We're always excited to serve at Rust Street, and if you have um, any questions or you would like to volunteer as well, they're always uh, accepting volunteers, so um, you can talk to uh, Rhonda Glover or David Ingram about that or you can find me afterwards and I'll connect you with them Our next trip that we took uh, is I guess kind of our our big one that we've been doing for uh, Since 12 years before I was even born as Camp Victory and uh, Camp Victory is held in Rock Springs, Texas at a place called Camp Eagle uh, we've, Where we've also been for family retreat the last couple of years um, uh, it, uh, it serves as our Bible camp experience where we are uh, the, the campers, our students are the campers. And we got to experience camp uh, with 11 other churches from around Texas this year. Um, our theme was, uh, for the week was wanted uh, as we explored the story of Moses and the Israelite people um, and their journey to the promised land. Uh, we actually got to experience a, a replica of the tabernacle, which was pretty cool. Uh, we learn about how God seeks us out and pursues a relationship with us and how our hearts are wanted by him. Camp Victory is a high adventure camp providing students lots of opportunities to venture outside of their comfort zones and lean into their faith in God. So let's hear about some of our students' experiences. I'm Brinley Lassiter. I'm going to be in eighth grade, and I'm talking about Camp Victory. What was fun for me was I got to I got to get out of my comfort zone and like try new things, like the Zip 3000. My name is Sam Kirkendall. I went to Camp Eagle this year, and I will be going into my sophomore year of high school. What's fun is I didn't stop laughing all week long. It was constant funny conversations and if you could ask anyone of the group that I hung out with you could say one sentence we would all die laughing it was it was amazing 
My name is Jason Lasseter. I'm going to be a senior. So the part that was challenging about camp during the week was definitely looking at myself and finding out what am I doing wrong or like what what sins am I doing that I really just overlook and think, ah, oh, it's fine. It really doesn't matter. And so definitely digging deeper into myself and figuring out where I could use God the most. I learned that I like to take alone time with God. Like we do 10 on 10 and so I was good that I just got to like sit there for 10 minutes and just think. I learned that we always have ways, we have ways in our life that God works constantly from the day we were born. I have a group of friends in the youth group that I've known since I was two or three. They've been constants in my life and I've grown accustomed to that. I've also grown accustomed to how I see God in them. That's just become part of it. But this week at camp I got to see how deep and uniquely different they are and it completely changed my view on every single one of them. I got to see how God worked completely differently in them than I had ever seen. One thing I learned about God at Camp Victory was uh, that He's always there watching for us no matter what we do or what we're going through. And so I felt just as throughout the week when we would talk about things that have happened throughout our life or things that are going on currently, that we just realized that we really are wanted and that He's there to make sure that we can get through everyday life. My limited experience at Camp Victory was amazing. Um, I'm really sad I had to leave. But um, Our next um, kind of summer-long activity was our Bible studies that we had. Um, I led a guys group that went over. Um, I had the guys pick out um, a verse or passage that stood out to them and then explain to the group why they picked it and what it meant to them and how they were going to live it out. Um, I know I really enjoyed it, and I know the guys really enjoyed it. Um, and as I was doing that, Hannah led a group of girls through a variety of topics, including Hebrews chapter 3 and uh, the characteristics of God. Um, we started the study separate, but towards the end we decided, why not? Um, let's combine them. And me and Hannah both really loved it, um, so let's hear from our students about what they thought. Hi, I'm Carter Stallard, and I'm going into 8th grade, and I'm going to be talking about the guys' Bible study class this summer. Well, what was fun is just hanging out with people I know from the youth group and seeing their point of view on different verses from the Bible and Brian's point of view. And it was just fun to like look up the verses, spend some time reading the Bible, finding verses, and then even if I didn't know it, Brian would help me. It was just fun to learn about different verses and see what they mean to other people. My name's Michael Mock. I'm going into eighth grade and I'm talking about the Bible studies. Something that was fun was the interesting conversations that the girls would have with Hannah. And I also enjoyed um, growing closer to God. Uh, what was challenging was definitely, was definitely for me finding time to go through the Bible because I usually just am laying around, but I had to find time from my day to read the Bible and find verses. And understanding them was the hardest part for me. But even if I didn't know them, obviously Brian would be there to help me or anyone else who needed it for them. Something that was challenging was learning to open up, and I definitely think that in the Bible studies I got better at that. Um, I learned that I like to read through the Bible a lot because I had started spending maybe, I started spending like five minutes going through the Bible, then 10 minutes, then 20, just over and over, just longer times, and now every night I read a bit of it before I go to bed. So I just found that I like reading it a lot, and it's just fun to read the Bible for me. 
I learned that being in a smaller group with people that I know and trust helps me connect more with God and my friends. Uh, what I learned about God is that uh, He will always be there for you, and He would sacrifice anything for you, like, like His Son Jesus Christ. He sacrificed Him for our sins, and He would. He just wants to be with us, and He will. Not, he won't stop until He's with us. I learned that he always wants to be there to help you, but also wants you to choose him. So you can't make him go the whole way. You have to meet him in the middle. Awesome. Our last trip of the summer was a mission trip to Medina. Um, we wrapped it up by uh, going down to Arms of Hope. Uh, Arms of Hope is a 501c3 non-for-profit Christian uh, care organization that assists children and single mother families in need. Uh, Arms of Hope is comprised of two children's homes uh, that merged uh, a couple decades ago, Medina Children's Home and Bowles Children's Home. So each summer, our students uh, take a trip uh, for a week down to Medina to volunteer with uh, their children who live there and to help the staff uh, with a wide variety of work projects. So let's hear some of their stories. Hi, I'm Emily Kennedy, and I will be talking about Medina. Something that was fun at Medina was just getting to hang out with some of the middle schoolers and just getting close to them and just being like their rock to lean on for a little bit. My name is Michaela Behill. I'm going to be in 10th grade, and I'm talking about the Medina trip. I loved hanging out with the kids. It was really fun to see them having fun with all the older kids and just seeing them play around. My name is Davey Jenkins. I'm going into sophomore year and I'm talking about um, my trip to Medina Children's Home. I think what was really fun about Medina is that, um, you know, one time we did a, a kickball game with all, um, you know, the little kids and it was just fun, you know, um, getting to know some of them and uh, learning about um, the personalities and uh, just having fun with them, really. Something that was challenging was getting up, for sure. I did not have enough energy to do anything. I did not want to get out of bed, but it was okay because, you know, still got up and did what needed to be done. I think I learned I'm really good with kids. One of the jobs there um, that the volunteers take is daycare. And on Thursday, I figured do daycare because why not, you know, might as well try it. And uh, the little kids, they're up to three. I was very scared when I first started doing it because I don't know how to work with kids that age. I learned how to hold one. And apparently I'm very good at comforting them. And I think, I think it kind of makes me feel, I guess, good about myself too. Because I know that, you know, if a, little, if a little child, I guess, is sad or they're upset or they're crying, I can, I can probably be there to um, comfort them. Something I learned about God would definitely be that He will He will put people in your path, and some challenging, and some that just need someone to lean on, and just like there to help you grow, and not only like you, but them too. What did I learn about God? He's able to bring just a whole bunch of strangers together and make everyone happy. So, as many as you saw, um, I brought a prop with me today. Um, I have Barnabas, my camper, um, little Liam, he's a seven-year-old. Um, 
uh, nonverbal. So me and him had great conversations. Um, <laughs> but Mr. Liam loved anything that rolled. And you know, one day um, he liked to play with EJ's camper, Robbie. Robbie loved it, they were best friends. Um, but one day, one of the counselors got us a vacuum, um, looked just like this one. And Jason, we were going to, I believe it was the 4th of July parade in Wall. And over on Jackson, there's the little storage units. And I saw this, I said, Jason, you have to turn around, we have to get it. So Jason, um, legally or illegally, I don't know, um, made a U-turn, uh, stopped the van, and I grabbed this vacuum. And it was, it's just a simple reminder of all the challenges that um, we had there. Um, but I learned um, there and all throughout the summer that just be patient, you know, there's nothing, nothing to rush for in life. Um, whether it's getting back to the cabin after walking an hour, it's, it's okay. Um, but through that, I learned that God works through the rough times. Uh, you, you know, the, the hour walk back to the cabin, that should take five minutes. Um, it's okay. Like, again, there's no rush, nowhere to be, um, nothing to do. And it's through, the, it's through those hard times that you can see God and his love and his grace. Um, so, yeah, there it is. Hey, let's give a hand to all of our students and to Brian and Hannah for um, sharing their stories. Awesome. So it was fun to hear a lot of uh, the memories our students shared and uh, some of the laughs we had. Um, it was a really enjoyable summer. It's busy, but it's a, it's a really good kind of busy. Um, so for us, uh, for our three months out of the summer, our, really our, our 10 weeks that summer is kind of crammed into, we have the opportunity to, like I said, get outside of our walls and uh, go and experience um, the Christian life. And it's, the Christian life is so much more than uh, just coming uh, and, and being a part of a church and worshiping together uh, and taking communion together on a Sunday. Uh, it's, it's a life that's meant to be lived out all seven days of the week. And uh, we're, we're really able to do some of those things. Um, and... I, as a kid who grew up, uh, you know, going to the same church until college, I know the power of the bubble and the new things that I uh, didn't learn or didn't experience until I left that bubble, the safety of that um, thing that I knew uh, to go somewhere new and experience something different. And um, I can still remember my first mission trip, how, um, how powerful it was to me and how it helped me see God differently and helped me um, see his people differently. Um, so for us, for our role, uh, the role that we play as a church family with our students um, is to be encouragers. Uh, for, for parents, uh, we are charged by God uh, to make our Christian life uh, an, an everyday part of who we are, the foundation of who we are. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9 says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home 
and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So this is a charge to, uh, to all of us to um, keep God the main thing and to keep it a, a daily thing uh, that we talk about with the next generation, with our kids and with our friends' kids, with our grandkids, nieces, nephews. Um, I just became uh, an uncle on my sibling side. Elisa's brother um, and uh, sister-in-law have a couple of kids, but uh, I've got a brother and sister, and my sister just had her first child. So um, that's a, a new phase for me, and I'm excited to help pour into their daughter, Emma. Um, as she grows and learns to love God. But that's, that's what it is for us. Um, we have gone before this generation, and so it's our responsibility um, to, to help remind them of those things, uh, to help, them remind, uh, help remind them of who God is and who we are to him. So um, another verse that came to mind when I was preparing this morning is from uh, Philippians chapter 2, and this is, uh, this is one of the things that we really try to help students uh, grasp with their time in the youth ministry because we're born, uh, we're we're born selfish, and uh, as you know, my my youngest daughter will tell you, uh, when she wants food, she will tell you exactly what she wants, um, and that's that's just kind of ingrained in who we are. We we are uh, we look out for number one. Uh, we go through life thinking about um, what do I need, what's going to make me happy, what's going to make me comfortable. And uh, the, the life that we have to choose following Jesus is in the opposite direction. Uh, his example is, in, is leading us in the opposite direction. So I wanted to share this from Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. And if you know uh, Philippians 2, is one of my favorite chapters uh, in Scripture. It goes on to describe um, Christ and his life, uh, how he came to earth and how he humbled himself, um, even to the point of death on a cross. Even though he was God, uh, he humbled himself and took the lowest position. And uh, it's really fun to see students begin to grasp that and begin to understand what it means uh, to be a Christ follower, what it means to be a Christian, to put others not just equal with yourself, but um, to think of others as better than yourself. It's really hard to do. And I can't think of a better uh, moment or situation to learn that reality than at Camp Barnabas, because for 23 hours of the day, whether it's 3 a.m. or whether it's 9 p.m., uh, you have to put your camper first, and you have to think of their needs before your own. Um, so this is something that we try to, uh, it, it, of course, I can teach it from this stage, uh, my, my voice uh, reading God's word to your ears, but experiencing it is, is a whole different level. And um, whether you are going to Camp Barnabas or whether you're serving at Rust Street or whether uh, you are just going outside of your comfort zone a little bit to talk to someone new, you never know what God can do with that. And if you allow him to teach you and to continue to mold you uh, into the image of his son, uh, powerful things will be able to 
happen uh, in your life. So uh, I want to read another scripture to you. Uh, James chapter 2, verses 14 through 17 says this. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, then what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. So as we are beginning a new chapter as a congregation, as a church family, uh, we, are, we are just kind of on the edge of implementing our new vision. And um, uh, uh, the, the last portion of that is to engage our community with God's transforming love. And that takes um, us going and meeting them where they are. Uh, we, it's not a strategically sound game plan to just continue to come here only and wait for them to come to us, uh, but we're going to, to need to mobilize. We're going to need to go out into our community, out uh, into our state um, and into other corners of the world uh, to engage the community with God's transforming love. Um, I remember, uh, so I want to speak again um, to the adults in the room. Some of you may be in the, in the position where um, your, your kids don't go here um, and you're wondering, how does this apply to me? Uh, so our, our responsibility as adults um, is to encourage our students in the things that they have done also uh, to join them in what they're doing. And I don't have space for everyone to come uh, as a volunteer, though if you are interested in volunteering for one of our trips uh, next summer, I'd love for you to come and talk to me. But um, it doesn't have to be just a, a physical presence with our group. It can be speaking an encouraging word to them. Find someone that you saw on a video after church today and tell them, hey, great job. I enjoyed what you had to say. Um, you're doing good work. But, but we are we are called to model this life for them. Paul uh, started a church in Corinth and in uh, his, as far as we know, his, uh, his first letter that we have to them, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, um, he is speaking to them through lots of difficulties. They're making a lot of mistakes. They're, they're not applying what they've learned uh, well and Paul tells them, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And for them, that may have been an easier example to, to grasp because Paul was someone that they could see and touch and feel. And they, you know, most of them, uh, presumably all of them, didn't get to meet Jesus in person. And for us at Johnson Street, that's something that we can do. We can, have, uh, we can allow our students uh, and our, our kids to imitate us as we imitate Christ. So how are we imitating Christ? I remember as a kid uh, going hunting with my dad, um, I grew up in North Carolina and we have very tall trees there um, of all kinds and they shed their leaves every year. I know it's weird to think about if you've, if you've never been and you're from here. But imagine just like a foot of snow um, but it's leaves and, and sticks. Uh, so as a, as a five, six-year-old, I really had no idea how to walk quietly in the woods. Uh, just get that picture in your mind just you know walking through and kicking the leaves and 
there are branches in between the leaves and they snap and they make noise and I had, I had no concept of how to walk quietly and I remember my dad telling me just follow me and step in my footsteps and that's how I learned to be sneaky <laughs> that's how I learned to walk uh, in, in the woods um, and I learned to hunt by imitating my dad and the things that he did um, so it's our responsibility to um, to lead in that way and to allow this generation uh, who is the now generation to follow in our footsteps uh, that's what we're called to do that's how uh, we can be a church family so um, I just want to close by uh, highlighting the, the new vision one more time uh, if you don't have it memorized uh, you, can, you can remember the verbs and then there's just some, some words that go around them and it's easier to build it out that way that's how I remember it so uh, the first verb is partner Johnson Street uh, partners with God to embrace, that's the second ver- uh, verb, embrace one another as followers of Jesus and to engage, that's the third, verse, uh, third verb, to, re- to engage our community in his transforming love. So as we think about what the next chapter uh, means for us and how we're going to live into this vision uh, and how we're going to uh, embrace one another and um, engage our community by partnering with God. Um, I, I'm just full of excitement for what that means for our church. Uh, thank you so much for listening to these testimonies. And again, I just encourage you to find one of our students who you saw and uh, give them a word of encouragement and uh, tell them how much you enjoyed uh, getting to hear a little bit of how they experienced Jesus this summer. Um, in just a moment, we're going to have uh, uh, some elders and their wives around the room. If you need prayer uh, for anything, if you're just going through a tough time, or uh, if, you're, if you have sickness in your family, if you have stress, or if you want to, uh, to have someone pray for you about this specific thing, about uh, being an ex- a living example of who Jesus is, um, then I encourage you to come and find one of our shepherds uh, and pray with them. Uh, please pray with me as we close. God, we thank you so much for uh, just the, the morning that we've had together to share some stories uh, and to hear from some of our students. We pray that you would continue to empower them uh, as members of our church family. Uh, help them understand that um, how important they are to, to who we are as a family and how no one can do uh, the specific things that they can do Uh, how God has designed them intentionally uh, to do wonderful things. Help us to encourage one another, God, to uh, as we try to live into this new vision uh, and think about um, partnering with you and and, uh, thinking of others before ourselves, embracing one another and engaging um, people who we don't know or people who maybe don't look like us. Um, I just pray that you would give us uh, boldness and uh, the courage to follow you. Uh, Give us wisdom, God. Thank you so much for Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen.